Hi, welcome back to the Killer Sports Week podcast. We have Super Bowl Sunday with my favorite team, Rams. You got your host here, Killer, and my main man, Ground Jordan. What's going what on, is man? Happening, Killer. Are you stoked that your team is here in the Super Bowl today? Yeah, I am. But. <laughs> <laughs> they got their mojo working. I uh, I wish I was going, but with uh, everything I sustained from the accident, I'm not going to be able to to go. So that sucks. But um, I'm glad the Rams are going, and I'm going to be able to watch it on TV. <laughs> oh man! So we have a lot to cover today. So you might still be able to get there on time. I should, huh? If you speed. Do you know how to fly a plane? Uh, sure you could figure it out. It doesn't look that hard. <laughs> Just click some buttons, right? It's got autopilot, right? Yeah, you're right. It's it, probably it would probably be safer than riding in a car with me or you, considering <laughs> our uh our luck over the last month. Well, I got hit. You hit driving someone. on the roads. <laughs> uh, technically, I wasn't moving. Uh, that's true. You drive Still slow, though. We'll never make it. <laughs> <laughs> right? You think I'll drive the plane too slow? Yeah. <laughs> In the slow lane? Yeah, I think, like... Uh, I won't pass anybody? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens if uh, if we were to uh, try to get there. But you know what? We made it. Uh, before I get into the show, I'm going to thank our sponsor, New England Fleece, the best fleece in the business. I, I'm i sure they're getting calls if you lived in Chicago because it was so cold. Get some blankets, warm up. Give them a shout, Michael John, Pete. Let them know that Killer and Ground sent you. Also, check out Greg Gear Play Forever. What's your play forever? Rams winning. <laughs> <laughs> and follow us on Twitter at Pick. Thanks to uh, all of our new followers and, uh, you know, people leaving us messages. And we partnered with FanDuel. So you can visit our website, com. Click through the links. And sign up for FanDuel or make deposits and set your lineups, and it helps support our podcast. And go over to Thrive Fantasy. My guys, these guys are awesome. They, uh, I won a couple of times this week. I came in second a few nights ago. Then I came in. I won some money, but they have a huge room, a chance to win $2,000 today. Uh, I have like three or four lineups in that um, room. But go give them a uh, shout. Let them know that we sent you and uh, have some fun today. Like they're all prop bets, um, but it's like a lineup prop bet. So it's like FanDuel mixed with prop betting, but cooler. So go over, give them a shout. Let them know that we sent you and they take care of you. <laughs> so real quick, I was going to say in the beginning of the year, we talked about this um, a while ago. Like, um, we gave the rankings of the teams, 
And I had the Rams at two or three. I, it's just our top five of the teams that panned out. Like, we were really accurate with that. Um, I wish we would have put some money down. Yeah, I know we had we had Pats, Rams, Chiefs, all top five. Saints. Um, I think we had Saints in there at top five as well. Yeah. And I can't remember what the what the fifth team was that this is way back you know i think this was we talked about this like the week before the season even started yeah and it was uh we're fairly accurate but um we have this big game today if you're not sleeping under a rock (laughs) and i i i really really like the rams today my head and my heart you know i was uh out in town and i'm in new england wearing a Los Angeles Rams sweatshirt, and I've been catching slack. And the thing is, a lot of fans don't know any like they don't know the in depth stuff things about. Is that why you have that note on your back? Yeah, <laughs> that says "kick me." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was uh, I was standing in line with a guy at the sportsbook the other day, and you know he's saying all these stuff. Brady Rams, they don't play anybody. And I said, look at the quality of losses. And I pulled it up on his phone, and I showed him who the Patriots lost to. They lost to the Titans. They lost to the Dolphins. They lost to Detroit. Jags. Jaguars. And who's the fifth? Steelers. And they're all non-playoff teams. What did he have to say about that? Nothing. He didn't know. He did though. I said the Rams lost to the Eagles, who made the playoffs, the Saints, who made the playoffs, and the Bears, who made the playoffs. So, um, he didn't have much to say. He's just they're just riding that train, and I was surprised. I know it's a small number that this, you know, they came out with the Rams plus one and a half right away. So, and I know the Patriots are an experienced team, and I'm not taking anything from them, but. In those losses that they had, um, Sony Michelle averaged five game losses. He averaged under fifty yards rushing. So I'm sure the key is stop their run and they lose because it's it's a fact right here. You know. Uh, another thing, I so I was looking at um, you know things that happened in when the Patriots lost. And and I think one of the biggest keys is how much time Brady had to throw. Mm-hmm. So if you look at um if you look at when when they played against like the Jags, he was under pressure to throw that entire game. Yes. And he he never looked comfortable. Mm-hmm. He he had to make these quick passes and he was kind of pushed around in the pocket. And and that seems to be when he when he doesn't do as well when he doesn't have his timing right. Yeah. So I I think that if the Rams can get to him, and they can they can throw off his timing just a little bit, um, and and kind of move him around in the pocket, I think that's going to have a huge impact on his accuracy and timing. Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, and I know in the past the the Patriots had problems with Sue. And um, I just think 
you know, I'm not taking anything away from them. They are a good team. They are a dynasty. Belichick's a mastermind. But I, I just think here, I think that the all of the uh, positive signs of winning a game of, with the Rams, like, they, you know, we have two good running backs. We have uh, downfield threats. We, you know, our defense is good all around I think they're clicking now they have Tlaib back who knows the Patriots you have Cooks on the other side of the ball who knows the Patriots and I just think that um, everything is pointing our way and I, I already laid the bet for them money line two and a half so that's who I like yeah I wonder what Tlaib is able to, to give to the Rams like how much uh, of the Patriots game plan he's able to to teach them about and, and prepare them for it you know I'm sure he has a, a lot of things to um the, that's the dream <laughs> I'm sure he has a lot of things to tell him and I'm sure the Patriots switch things out because they you know they have a lot of players that have been in New England that has uh gone but um I I think He's such a threat, and he's clicking now with Goff. Um, I just feel as though, well, Tlaib, Tlaib, you know, he knows them well, defensively and offensively. But I I just, I, I think that people are counting the Rams out. And uh, they started off hot. They they fizzled a little bit, but they're clicking again. And they're a good ball team. They're, they're really, really good. And I, I hope they roll today because I have... Um, I took the seventy-five to one odds that they will win by thirty-one. So <laughs> I hope they win by like forty. You know, if they win by by thirty-one, that'll be that'll be like Armageddon for the Patriots. That'll be the I end think of I an get era. Killed. Like I think <laughs> the New England fans will come and kill me because they. They're so, like, pro-New England. But when they lost those two games in a row, they were like, oh, we're not making the playoffs. Brady, you know, Brady's done. And But now everybody's, like, uh, they're so, like, they love their team right now. So I think, um, I don't know. I'm, I, I want to see a good game. I know you watch for the commercials, but. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. The. Uh... What is it, the baby monkey dog? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't watch the commercials. I like, I, I don't really watch the commercials. I don't know. I usually use the commercials in like a sporting event to like go to the bathroom, get a drink, go smoke. I never even really watch them. Yeah, and I think a lot of the um, commercials this year are going to be social messages, which. I think, you know, we're not a political show, but I think it's the wrong platform for it. But I believe that's what we're going to see a lot of, like, uh, just social issue type of messages. Yeah, I don't really pay too much attention to commercials. Yeah, so um, my bet is on the Rams. Two and a half. Um, Getting two and a half, but I'm playing them to win. So, um, what do we have? Uh, we have a bunch of prop bets. It was ridiculous. Did you did you get them all, Ground? Did I get them all? Uh, 
I mean, I have the sheet, but there's no way to uh, to memorize all these. There's hundreds, yeah, hundreds like and hundreds pages. of prophets. Which uh, which are some of your favorites? Um, I picked. I like the the. Uh, I always do the the coin to us because it's fifty fifty. I picked tails. Um, Patriots receiving the opening kickoff. It's plus 110. And I think because the Rams usually defer. So that makes sense. Um, sc- scoring the first five and a half minutes of the game. Will it be a score? Uh, I put yes. Um, would the game Will the game be decided by exactly seven points? I say no. Uh, will the Patriots have a rushing touchdown? No. Uh, will Burkett score a touchdown? No. <laughs> I don't think so. First pass, Tom Brady. Incomplete. The interception is... To, um, which happens first? Tom Brady, uh, interception or touchdown? Interception is plus 240, which I like. He's been throwing a lot of interceptions, so... Um, there's so many, like just, uh, how many touchdowns would Tom Brady passes? How many touchdown passes would he have? Uh, Jared Goff touchdown passes. There's so many. So if you get a chance, go online. Um, the last play to score a touchdown. Um, there's so many CJ Anderson. I picked for that one. So I did, I did about 10, 10 or 15. Do you see on the last player to score a touchdown, uh, 300 to 1, no touchdown scored in game. I know. You should have played that. I wonder if anyone took that. <laughs> I guess you could just throw a dollar on that. Yeah, you know, yeah, and that's the thing. You know, you keep it low. But can you imagine no touchdowns were scored in this game? That would be nuts. That would be crazy. Yeah. Uh it would be like the opposite of the the Chiefs uh, Rams game. Yeah, it would. I wonder if anyone's going to bring that game up during the Super Bowl. Yeah, sure, because the both teams played um, the Chiefs, and it was you know two three good games. The Patriots playoff game was good. The uh, Chiefs regular season against the Pats were good, and the Rams and Chiefs was an unbelievable game. But. Um, I wish that they were playing the Chiefs because I, that would you know that to me was a good game. I would like to see round two, but you know, did you see the odds for next year? Yeah, next year to win the Super Bowl. They already have them out. Um, so Rams, Saints, and Chiefs are all seven to one, and Pats are actually eight to one. Yeah. I think the surprising one in here. I don't know why everyone's so high on the Chargers, but they are. They have Chargers at ten to one, uh, Bears at twelve to one, Steelers fifteen to one, Eagles eighteen to one. Wow. You know, I actually like um, the Browns <laughs> fifty to one. I don't know. That's something like you know, you keep your eye on, but. It well, it's funny to see the Browns that low on the list because you have the Browns at fifty to one, and then you have uh, and then you have the Giants at forty to one. Yeah, and uh, you know, 
I don't think I don't think the they have that in the right order. At, you know. Yeah. At least. But you know what? My problem would be keeping that ticket for a year because my kids <laughs> like. You know, I, I make my show notes, and next to you know, like I turn my head to scribble all over. I showed you before, so imagine me trying to keep a ticket for a year. I'm sure that we could lose. Oh, another one I like uh, is the Rams would um, win by more than fourteen and a half. That was plus six hundred. Really? Yeah, I took that too. Yeah, I mean, if you're taking, you know, the thirty-one point win. You might as well take that one too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that that a lot of your bets they backed up your predictions mm-hmm. in the game. Like you're all you're consistent throughout everything. I actually saw something on I think it was like a Twitter article that, you know, a DFS website came out with where they were talking about how people uh, you know, they do stuff in fantasy or betting where they contradict themselves yeah. with their bets. And it's something that I've always talked about. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to really contradict one thing you do with another thing because it's not gonna. You want to be able to keep stacking. You know, yeah. your winnings on top of each other. So I call it ride or I, die. I like how you man. did that. Like you just ride or die. I'm gonna ride or die with that team. That's just just the way I I do it. So that's oh man. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I would be too. I know we have different views of this game because your team's in it, and uh, you know now I'm just watching as a as a fan. Oh man! And uh, you know analyzing it uh, from a different standpoint yeah. than you are. But yeah, it's going to be an awesome game, and uh, you know I'm really looking forward to it. So, do you have? Um, I know I have a five man for for the Super Bowl. Do you have one? Yes, I actually have 20, actually. But <laughs> oh, you have 20. <laughs> no, I really do. I've been winning them, and, um, you know, I've been doing really well in, in FanDuel, man. I, I I won some rooms this week, and it freed up a lot of extra money. So I have 20 of them. You know, it's for a million dollars. So what, I, what I'm trying to do is be unique, and it's, it's a little... It's going to be a little tough because you have uh, how many people? Um, uh, it's a few hundred thousand. Yeah, it's going right? to be 300,000, 301, and you, you have to be unique. So here's one lineup I do like. It, it's probably not going to be unique, but I do like it. It's uh, Todd Gurley at the captain, uh, Anderson, CJ Anderson at one of the flex, Cooks. I got Zerline and then Edelman. That's one I really, really like. Gurley's the captain now? I'm the captain now. <laughs> I did so, one with Zerline, um, the captain. I have one. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, because, you that's know. That's pretty sneaky. If he nails, like, two 50-yard field goals, he has a ton of points, so. Um, so, for mine, I only have one going. Um, so MVP spot, I'm putting Todd Gurley at 14 grand. First flex, I'm going to take Goff. And second flex, I'm going to take Brady. Third flex, I'm going to take Reynolds Good pick. from the Rams. And then in the last flex spot, I'm going to take Cordero Patterson from New England. 
Nice, good pick. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> so you know, in this one, I know the top three are going to put up points. Yeah, you know, there's no way around that. So what this what this really relies on is Reynolds and Patterson. They both need you know touchdown receptions or you know to make this. Work. And I think um, I I know Reynolds is a big part of that game, and uh, he's the slot guy. And I think if the Pats come out with that cover zero that you're going to see a lot of quick passes to Reynolds and Cooks underneath in the middle of the field. And, you know, they, you know Reynolds runs uh, good good underneath routes. You know, Cooks and, and Woods, they're kind of like your, your mid to long you know, post guys. But um, I, I, I don't know. I just like – I like Reynolds today on for the Rams – for the Pats, and I have a lineup with him in it, I like Gronk because the Rams usually give up a lot of yards to the tight end. So I see them shutting everyone else down and then Gronk doing well. Yeah, Gronk, is he's been a weird like anomaly this year. You know, he's like quiet for a bunch of weeks. He sat out a bunch of weeks. He had two good games during the regular season. Mm-hmm. And then... uh he decided to show up against the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we'll see, you know, what he does this week. I almost feel like they save, they're save, they saving him now. You know, like he's so injury prone that they just save him yeah. for the playoffs. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, you know, he shows up. It's going to be a good game. I'm, you know, not losing sleep over it if the Rams win or lose. So, you know, I've been getting yelled. I had little kids yelling at me. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't know anything. The Patriots are number one. But like I said, if you go back to the season, they weren't even thinking like playoffs, you know? So I think part of that is that you're in New England though. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. That that's a big part. So uh we did our five mans, we did our props. Uh you wanna move on to another sport? <laughs> Yeah, so we'll uh, go next into uh, college basketball. So I don't have any um, any DFS lineups because it would be illegal in my state. But I do have uh, two games against the spread. So the uh, first one's at noon. So as you listen to this, you got about like two hours or so to get this in. But uh, I got Minnesota... Uh, plus 11 and a half at Purdue. Now, Purdue's ranked, you know, 18th in the country. However, you know, Minnesota has more wins than Purdue this year by one. I like Minnesota, um, too. You know, will Purdue win this game? Probably. You know, uh, they'll probably win, but not by 11 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not not by 12 points. So, you know, I, I see this game being a lot closer. And I'll, and most people on covers do as well. Uh, I think Purdue, you know, because of the big name of the school and their rank, they're they're getting a little too much uh a little too much love here. Yeah. So, I like Minnesota. The next game, I uh, got uh Georgetown at Villanova. Villanova's ranked 14th. Georgetown, you know, has had a decent year at 14 and 7. Um, Georgetown is also getting eleven and a half in this game. Yeah, I was game. surprised to see no. that. I know Villanova is pretty good. I actually 
got to see them play um, Providence. And uh, they have some good big men. They have a good point guard. Pascal's unbelievable. He'll probably be in the NBA. But uh, Georgetown's been playing some good basketball. Patrick Ewan really got those guys going. And I was surprised to see that. Um, I might go down to the sportsbook before noon and, and actually play that game. Because uh, I really, really like um, I like Georgetown. Yeah, it's another game where, you know, Villanova will, you know, probably win this game. But people look at the Georgetown record of 14 and 7 and go, "Oh, you know, Villanova should run all over them because of how Vill- how good Villanova was last year." Mm-hmm. But Georgetown plays top-level oh, competition. God, yeah. In the country every week, you know, they don't have an easy schedule. So, their 14 and 7 is not as bad. As as some other schools, fourteen and seven, yeah. they're, they're playing. They're playing teams like Villanova, so uh, they know how to play top tier competition, and they'll keep this game close. Um, I see it coming down to the end. Nice. So so I like Georgetown plus uh, eleven and a half. Also nice. So are those your picks? Yes, right. those are them. You're locked in. Locked in. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> We'll talk next week and see how it did. Do you, do you hit a locked in? If I got them both <laughs> did right. Did you hear that? You're locked in. <laughs> it sounds like I'm locked in like a spaceship. <laughs> oh, man. So. Do you have uh, an NBA? Yes. Yes, DFS I do. Line for today? I um, get already getting text messages for five, man. Guys, hold on. Let us finish the show. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's my five man for today. Uh, I'm going to start with, and if you're playing these lineups, look at the injury report because we got snagged last night with um, last minute LeBron not playing, and uh, I had him in like so the lineup. I ha- I'm mad about that. So I'm mad at a few people right now. I almost texted Fanduel or emailed them because. His injury designation came out six minutes after the game locked. However, the game didn't start for another hour and 24 minutes after after it came out. Now, I get that because you dropped the lowest player, they don't want people to just continuously move their lineup around Mm -hmm. um, to try and use that extra drop player to kind of gain an edge. Which I don't even see the problem with that. If you had, if you were to sit there all day and move your drop player around to try to gain an advantage, like you know, of what ten, twenty points, something yeah. like that, then if that's how you want to spend your day, then I don't see an issue with mm-hmm. that. Um, so, but the fact that you know he hit the injury designation right after, I wish they would have allowed you to edit that because. If it's if it's a four thousand dollar or six thousand dollar player, and and they get they get the designation afterwards, not a big deal. But my my big money lineups last night had LeBron in there. Yeah, and you know he cost. I think it was it was over ten. It was like ten two or ten eight. And when he goes out after and you can't change it, that's like losing two players. I was pissed out of your lineup. I was pissed off. And especially if you went low money on somebody else, which I did. I had a guy who was like 36 or 37. So now you have two spots that are going to register, you know, 
almost no points or no points and and you're done you have no chance of winning so you basically just gave your money to somebody else i know and i i uh i was so pissed when i saw that and i was like uh, i was thinking the same thing i don't know did i text you about it i text somebody uh no well not about that duh winning yeah so <laughs> but we'll move on for it we're gonna keep positive energy um here's my nba lineup I got, I can't pronounce his name, from the Clippers, Gregorius Alexander. <laughs> I got him at a point, 4,700. This guy's unbelievable. Um, he had, what, almost 40 fantasy points last night. And they're playing Toronto, running gun team. He, he should do the same. I have uh, Russell Westbrook at my point, triple-double guy. And here's one of my favorite guys, uh, Ferguson. He, he's playing the minutes. He didn't do well uh, a couple of nights ago, but he's he's a pretty good player. They play him a lot. I love uh, Justin Holiday. There's like a million holidays in the NBA. He's going to get a lot of run today because the, uh, what's his name? Alec, what's the, uh, hold on one second. The shoe. I would know Anderson. if I knew which holiday. <laughs> no, Anderson's out but today. You're right. So. There's too many holidays. <laughs> There's like three, right? Three or four brothers. Uh, you think they're all brothers? They are, right? I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk to our research team. But uh, <laughs> I like him today going against New York because uh, you know he he's the option with Anderson out. Then I like Paul George. He's been on a hot streak, guys. 62, 59, 60s, his last three games, um, fantasy point-wise. Then here's one of my favorite guys, Norman Powell. He's like a role player. He, uh, you know, he plays 15 to 25 minutes a game, and he does well. So 3,800, can't beat that. Then I'm playing Vonnell with New York. New York doesn't have many players, so I have another lineup with uh, New York players at low money. Then I love um, Marcus Morris Sr. I guess he just had a baby because he has Sr. on his jersey. Um, great guy. With uh, Bain out, you're going to see him playing more time with uh, smaller lineups. And I love the, what do they call him, the Siberian Nightmare or something? Steven Adams. <laughs> I love Adams at my center. He's uh, doing well, but uh, Horford's been stepping up. I have Horford in another lineup. He's Horford uh, been playing some good basketball, so don't forget about him either. So there's my nice NBA. Kiss my butt. So at uh, point guard. You gotta uh, you gotta check on this before the game starts, um, but I have Dennis Smith Jr. They haven't said whether or not he is going to start for New York or he's not. Um, I don't see uh, they don't really have anything to lose, so I don't know why not just throw him out there since this whole trade for that. Yeah, that's the thing. I, after this, yeah, game. I don't know if those guys are playing. So, like, yeah, that's a good point. Keep your eye out. So keep your eye out if he doesn't. If if he doesn't go, then you can. Then I would. What I'm going to do is either take Beverly or uh, Gilgis Alexander. One of those Did you two say guys. It right? I don't know. 
Um, both of these guys, you know, recently have been putting up you Big know numbers, thirty plus yeah. thirty plus points. So it's kind of a you know you don't know which what what you're going to get from either one. But you know one will they're both doing well, and every other night they kind of switch off who does better. So I would take one of those two guys if if Smith Junior doesn't. Go. Are they one up in each other? Yeah. <laughs> At the uh, next point guard spot, I'm going to take Kyrie Irving from Boston. Uh, he he has to have a huge game here for them to have any chance to beat OKC. Um, at the shooting guard spot, in the first one, I'm going to take Trier or Trier from New York. Yeah, he's pretty good. He, he yeah, I like him. That's a good pick. He he, uh, you know, he's having like up and down games, but. Like you said, New York doesn't have a lot of depth right now. They've got like they only have a couple guys that they can rotate out off the bench. So they're getting a ton of playing time and they're cheap. So I like him. He's he's my low money guy at four thousand. Good pick. At the next shooting guard spot, I'm going to take uh, Jalen Brown from Boston. Um, needs to have a huge day for them to to compete against OKC. And he like uh Brown came in the other night and he really capitalized on his time. You know, with the with the way they rest players, you really really have to keep an eye on who's sitting who's not. But here's a play, here come in. He, he reminds me of Powell. Here come in and you know, 19 to 15 to 20 25 minutes per game and he he you know, he makes the best of it. Yeah, and it you know it seems like every other game he's kind of going off like he has that ability to get into the 40s and then he has some games where he he only sees 10 minutes and you know he scores in the teens so you know what what you what we hope to get from him or what I hope to get from him in this game you know is uh you know minutes pushing 30 um at the first small forward spot I'm going to take Tobias Harris uh from the Clippers at 8,500, he's had a few, you know, like last game he had a down game, um, but I, I don't think that that's what you would expect from him. He needs to have a big game uh, playing at Toronto. Um, next small forward spot, I'm going to take Kevin Knox from the Knicks. Good pick. He He's going to get a ton of playing time because they're not playing all their guys that are traded yet. And... Um, he also has that ability to get up into the 40s. A lot of value because he's only 5,100, but, you know, like last night he had 32. At the uh, power forward spot, number one, I'm going to take Noah Vonley. I think you had him in your lineup yes, as well. Yes, yes. Uh, only 5,700, but, you know, he uh, put up 28 last night and, you know, uh, about a week, a little over a week ago. Uh, at Brooklyn, he had you know f- over forty-eight fantasy wow. points. So uh, again, I I like these Knicks guys because there's there's not a lot of people to take them out with. They're getting a ton of minutes. At the uh, at the next power forward spot, I'm going to take uh, Jeremiah Grant from OKC. Only six thousand. Uh, he's averaging twenty-six or over twenty-six fantasy points per game. And, uh, you know, he has that ability to push 40 nice. in a game. He, you know, recently he's had quite a few games in the 30s, and uh, that's all I want out of him. And at the center spot, you already talked about this guy, Al Horford from Boston. Uh, 
he's just been super consistent lately. Definitely. You know, putting up, you know, in the in the ballpark of 40 points. Um, and he's really been stepping up over the past few games. He had a game over 53 uh, against Brooklyn on the he 28th. It. So and he, it was right I after like he came guy. back from an injury, and he just, yeah. you know, something happened with him. That's going to scare our listeners if they didn't wake him up yet. Uh, two guys <laughs> to make a note for for Memphis. Um, Sheldon Mack, if you have room to put him in your lineup, I, I have I have a few lineups. Season one. And um, Bruno Cabasi, I don't know how to say his name. But uh, he's a 4,000. He's, um, he's with Memphis. And this guy, I had I was, it was less than... 0.1% the other night I, I had him in one of my lineups and he proved to be successful so what spot is he in? small forward Bruno Cabasio and he's only four grand you said yeah he's pretty good he's uh so you could use him as like your as your cheap drop player and see yeah, how he so does yeah so the other night he, he had um 17.3 night before they had 26.1 you know, they just picked him up. He's he's pretty good. I really like him. I've noticed that um, one thing I've been doing a little bit for the cheap players is taking some of these guys who get these 10-day contracts because uh-huh. they don't start out expensive. You know? Like Brewer and, uh, with Philly. He's st- right. They'll pull him out of the G League, and, like, if, if those guys are getting called up, you know, they're going to use them. You know, they want to see how they do. And they obviously did good enough in the G League that they're getting this contract. Yes, definitely. So I, I like using those guys as my as my cheap guys because sometimes they go off. Yeah, it's funny talking about cheap guys. So I was doing um, I was doing a lineup for you know a couple of like last week, FanDuel had a contest where if you match their lineup, you won a million dollars. So I you know I told my wife to do one because. You know, she's going to pick random. And she was like the only person to... Her lineup won some money, but she was the only person to pick Okafer. It was before he started getting big minutes. He was 3500 Now he's in the 7000s <laughs> Yeah, I've been using him uh, lately because uh, of the injuries there. Yeah. But uh, but that's crazy that she, she picked him, you know, ahead of the... Uh, Ahead of the curve there. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. So, do you have an NHL one today? I do. So, I have an NHL lineup. Um, I would throw this. I'm putting it in a 50-50. Um, 50-50. I wouldn't put it in a big money uh, because there's not a lot of games today. So, you don't have a lot of players to choose from. But at uh, at center, first spot, I'm going to take Krejci from Boston. Yeah, uh, fifty three hundred. He's on the second line. In my second center spot, I'm going to take Aho from Carolina. Center on the uh, on the first line. He's seven thousand. In my first wing spot, I'm going to take Oshie from Washington. He's only six grand uh, playing on the first line, so that's cheap, you know, for a first line wing. At the second wing spot, I'm going to take Gallagher from Montreal, also playing on the first line. Um. Montreal guys are cheap because Montreal, you know, they don't put up they don't put up a ton of goals and you know their power play is, you know, kind of at the bottom. <laughs> but this guy averages over 12 a game 
At the next wing spot, I'm going to take Lindholm from Calgary. On the uh, first line, he's 7,200, averaging over 15. And at my last wing spot, I'm going to take Wilson from Washington. He's on the second line. He's only 4,900, but he's averaging uh, close to 13 fantasy points per game, so there's a lot of value there. In my first defenseman spot, I'm going to take Shea Weber from Montreal at 5,100. My last defenseman spot, I'm going to take Hamilton from Carolina at 4,600. And then in the uh, net, I'm going to take Price from Montreal at 8,600. He's the second highest price goalie of the day, but I like his matchup uh, the Did best. Did you say Chris, Chris Weber at your defense? Shea oh, Weber. I did say Chris Weber. I was going to say... Uh... <laughs> you think Chris Weber is a good ice skater? Yeah, you call a timeout. I keep calling timeouts. You only get one in hockey, and I keep calling them. <laughs> Poor guy. So, that, watch the Super Bowl. Listen to us. We'll be back next week. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, at Pick. And bookmark our website, killasportpicks.com. And go over to Thrive Fantasy. It's a lot of seats left for the $50 room. Uh, you have really great odds. Either uh, it's uh, over or under. You pick that and you win. And uh, good luck to all Rams and Patriots today. And enjoy the Super Bowl. And Jordy, I mean, Ground, you enjoy the commercials. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Take care.